With more than 200 accredited courses and more than 1,000 videos, the Police One Academy is a powerful online solution that provides department training programs with features that reduce time spent on records and policy management, credential tracking, and more. It is law enforcement training made simple and effective. For more information and to get a 30-day trial, visit www.policeoneacademy.com forward slash policing matters. Hello, and thank you for clicking, and thank you for listening to Policing Matters, the Police One podcast. I'm Doug Wiley. Hi, this is Jim Dudley. Jim, recently, the Ninth Circuit, our beloved Ninth Circuit Court uh, of Appeals, unanimously ruled in favor of a lawsuit brought by people, uh, homeless people, um, in Boise, Idaho, uh, that challenges laws making it illegal to sleep on public property overnight. Um, The case involved six homeless people from Boise. Um, they initiated their suit in uh, 2009. It's gone through the system, and the, and the, the Court of Appeals in the Ninth Circuit has said um, that the constitutional ban on cruel and unusual punishment under the Eighth Amendment prohibits, and I'm quoting the case now, cr- uh, criminal penalties for sitting, sleeping, or lying out, outside on public property for homeless individuals who cannot obtain shelter, end quote. Um, the, the, the court said that the state may not, quote, criminalize conduct that is unavoidable consequence of being homeless. Um, Ninth Circuit, pretty big. Boise, Idaho, other states, Nevada, I believe, Oregon, Washington, California, uh, are affected by this. Uh, and any city jurisdiction that has laws against um, sitting, lying, etc., on the sidewalk, we're sitting in one of those such, such cities. We have a sit-lie law here. Um, they now are going to have to treat homelessness um, differently, right? Right. And the three-judge panel of the Ninth Circuit Court said that the officers cannot uh, cite or arrest people sleeping on the streets if there are no shelter beds available. So I think that's a big caveat to to hang our hat on and say, okay, well, then it, then the burden is not just on the police, but it's also on our our city government to mm-hmm. make available shelters. And in um, larger cities, uh, the shelter can be uh, rooms or it can be a, a gymnasium with cots uh, as long as there's a place to get off the street. Mm-hmm. And with that caveat in mind, um, some of the bigger cities can handle the burden. Uh, but a survey said that 187 uh, cities had some sort of ban on sleeping on the 187, streets. 187, and is that in the Ninth Circuit's area, or is it California? Uh, it just it just talks about from 2006 to 2016, the number of bans on camping in public increased by 69%. And in California, I was around here, I was on uh, command staff when we were doing the research for a sit-lie ban, that yeah. you can't sit on a sidewalk or lie across the sidewalk impeding somebody's... Um, uh, passing on the sidewalk uh, and you didn't need a citizen's arrest that the the officer could observe it warn the individual ask them to move and if they didn't they could be subsequently cited well uh, now the last year or in 2016 san francisco came up with another ban saying that tents were not allowed on sidewalks so this ruling this boise idaho ruling affects san francisco by saying do you have enough shelter beds? Prove the capacity. Mm-hmm. Officers have to tell the individual, get your tent up off the sidewalk. 
Here's, here are the capacity locations in San Francisco. If they refuse, then you cite them. Um, it, it puts the burden back on the cops to find where the bedding is, uh, go through dispatch, ask for capacity, and, and convey that. And articulate all of that on a police report if you decide to cite somebody. Yeah, that's just an awful lot to ask. You know, I, I want to thank all of those participants in the Occupy movement for thank you so much for leaving us all of your REI tents when you left. Um, because they're, they're, they have been, they've found good homes with the homeless. Uh, I'm being completely tongue-in-cheek. But they were, following the Occupy movement... Um, the number of tent cities in places across San Francisco and elsewhere in California mushroomed. And it, it, those tent things have problems, have real issues of rapes and all kinds of other drug use and everything else. Those tents are, are dens of iniquity. Um, and so, you know, getting them off the street is very much in the public interest. It's for the public good. Um, I, I'm concerned that this law will... Um, significantly increase potentially the number of tent cities again. Uh, and we've just, you know, taken some of them off uh, the street. But, you know, do you think that we're going to see more of these things? Well, I, I think in the in the larger cities, I was just in Southern California and um, Google in one large uh, city in Southern California, Google actually identifies this area as a skid row. Yeah. That was hard to believe. But uh, there's an associated uh, public health uh, interest in that usually these pla- these tents are not placed in proximity to a uh, bathroom facility yep. so that's an uh, an added <clears throat> bonus to a tent on a sidewalk then you have the the problem of um, mental illness mm-hmm. and an officer can tell somebody with mental illness all day long to go to a, uh, a facility and they they can refuse there's a high probability do. they will yeah right. yeah so, um, again, uh, it, it, the court rules uh, from this bench where I think there, there's some um, distance between the sidewalk and the bench and they're, they're not in touch with the reality that we're asking our law enforcement officers to deal with every day. Yeah, and again, it's, we've, we've done this topic of homelessness before. Homelessness is not in and of itself a crime. Right. But all of the activities that go along with it, you mentioned defecating, urinating on the sidewalk, on the streets, in the parks, um, drug use, uh, robbery, b- burglary, break-ins. Aggressive b- panhandling. Aggressive panhandling, aggressive behavior, fights, violence, etc. Those are all dangerous, potentially deadly in some cases, criminal activities that, that are kind of part and parcel of the condition of homelessness. So... You know, we talked recently about, you know, the safe injection sites and things like that and how that permissiveness um, basically worsens a problem. And I think that that's what we have here as well. Um, Instead of, you know, making our focus on alcohol and drug treatment centers for the homeless, um, job placement plans for the homeless. And frankly, it should be noted, there are people who are homeless that have jobs. They just can't afford a home or or can't maintain a job long enough where they contain, you know, for put string six months of rent together, you know, like that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So getting people placed in job tra- training, getting people placed in alcohol and drug treatment, that again should be the priority. It shouldn't be. Um, it's okay now for you to sit and lie on the sidewalk and, and 
again, do all of those potentially other criminal activities. I don't know. Uh, what do you have in terms of your city? Uh, do you have a significant homeless problem? Do you have programs that help um, uh, alleviate or ameliorate those issues? Um, what are you doing uh, with regard to this very big issue? Send us an email to policingmatters at police1.com. That's policingmatters at police1.com. Thanks again for listening.